Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN2, the ESPN app. Your podcast, your smart speakers. What's going on, Key? Good morning. What's happening? What's up? Morning, What's good? Kick. What's good? What's good, Max? Key? 70, uh, 70 degrees Friday. Yes, yeah, uh, same thing. Same thing here. Same Friday. Thing, don't have sunny. to don't have to deal. Get a break. You feel me, Jay? Gonna have the toes out this weekend, Key. Gonna Man. be relaxing. What? Come what? On now. Yeah, 70 and sunny here. Oh, by 70, I meant uh, 18 degrees this morning. We, we, we have a snowstorm coming this weekend. Yeah. You know. Well, that's on y'all. Yeah. That's y'all fault. Obviously. I don't listen, have anything to do with that. Uh, listen. Well, you know what it's good for, though? You know what kind of weather? That's football weather. That means when you know when it's eight, when you go outside and it's eighteen degrees in the Northeast, yep. you know it's yeah, time for some know, football. I don't know who told y'all that's football weather. Well, Where that's, y'all got that from? That's all you know, though, Key. When you grow up in the cold weather, is this dude, a hot toddy. This dude's the one who says weather. warm weather team heading to the cold. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't like that. That's not football weather. Uh-uh. Key Jay, this is. I think of these matchups. The crazy thing about this divisional weekend: Chiefs. And Bills is my favorite game, right? That's the one that's that. That's the one I can't wait for. Tennessee Bengals is real interesting game, right? Mm-hmm. Every get Bucks and Rams, come on. But the one, the game where you say the outcome might have more of an impact on the future of the franchises, the players, that could be Green Bay and San Francisco. At Lambeau, right, Kiki? You were the one saying this year, if Aaron Rodgers makes it to the Super Bowl, he ain't going anywhere. I could even do an imitation of Kiki. It's like he's not going anywhere. I don't sound if, like that. Nice but, try. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I thought there were two yeah. of you. So, Key, what if he loses in his first playoff game? Could could that have the opposite effect? Could could he bounce because he lost? It? If getting to the Super Bowl means he stays, what is getting bounced in your first game mean for Aaron Rodgers? I don't think it, I, I think he's still regardless to what the outcome is going to be. I think he still remains a Green Bay Packer because at this point he would be running away as a failure. And I don't think he wants to I don't think he wants to do that. Mm. I don't think he wants to do that. He would be running away as a failure if he didn't make it to the Super Bowl and decided, oh, I'm, I'm going to go look for something different. That means you're sitting there saying everything that you have around you, the Kenny Clarks of the world, the, 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 the Devontae Adamses of the world, they're no good. They can't help you get to a championship. CJ, I could see, I could see, I could see that logic, right? If you don't get their job unfinished, if you do get there, why would I leave? I could also see the opposite logic. Almost like LeBron winning a championship in Cleveland. Like yeah. I came here to do what I came here to do, and now I and now move I on. bounce. Or and if you don't get, if you get bounced in the first round, look, this is not the right place for me. I could see both, both kind of logical, you know, trails. Well, to add on what Key said though that. When you start hearing about the relationship with Brian Gutekunst and how it's gotten better and how you feel like Aaron has gotten everything he's gotten, he's, that he's wanted key, his relationship with Matt LaFleur, how that's gotten better. Um, you know, if, if, if it's his performance that is lacking in the game that they lose, if they lose to the 49ers, I, I, I kind of agree with Key. It would be hard for me to see him end on a negative note like that in your first playoff game. Now you lose. 
to then say we just can't get out of the NFC, like we can't we can't get over that hump. I don't know if you leave with that tag on your back. What you if? can't you can't run from the truth. See, everybody is looking at Tom Brady, and they're not they're not really paying attention to why Tom left. They keep pointing to Tom. See, Tom did it. Tom Tom left because the team. He knew moving forward was in disarray. They had no money. They had no players. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He wanted to do something different. Had they won the Super Bowl the year that he was left, had they gone to Super Bowl, Tom Brady still would be in New England. I think there's some wisdom. I think there's real wisdom there. You can't run from the truth. You have to apply that to the Brady situation. He wasn't running from the truth. He was dealing with the truth. Not enough here. Not drafting well enough. Not spending the money I'm giving them by taking by having a lower salary than I ought to have. You know, there's not enough talent. But Rodgers would be running from the truth. I think that's interesting. But here's another truth. Jimmy Garoppolo, they drafted his replacement, right? Mm-hmm. This could also have an impact on – look, if Garoppolo is not there, I've always looked at the Niners and Aaron Rodgers. He's from the area. He went to school in the area. He'd be going home. They have a very good team. If you drop, if you airdropped Aaron Rodgers, airlift them out of Green Bay and drop them – into Jimmy Garoppolo's spot, I think everyone would be picking them to win the Super Bowl right now, right? And he, so, so like, like Green Bay, that would be a real good situation, it seems to me. So that is – I always – like, if he does lose here or whatever the outcome is, is here, I think there's a non-negligible chance these two quarterbacks could be playing for each other's teams next year. I, mean, I don't think that's impossible. Up, where did you come up with that at, Max, man? You want to that know what part of my body? Remote, is that what you're asking? That ain't re- remotely You're saying close it's not my happening. brain? You're saying it's another part of my body? It certainly isn't your brain because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's not is. even close to happening. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We'll see what part this comes straight out of. Aaron Rodgers, that's the Packers quarterback uh, key, in case you were wondering, on the Pat McAfee show. How do we make sure that we're one of the four that moves on uh, after this weekend? Uh, because then that's a special feeling, and we've been there many times. And then how do we make sure from that four we're one of the final two um, and give ourselves an opportunity to lift the trophy? So I think in the process of that, it's it's not bad to to manifest those things, to think about those things, to imagine yourself in those situations, um, and also still having a, a great uh, acute focus on the task at hand and how special this opportunity is and, and this moment and this game on Saturday night. Uh, against a great opponent, a very well-coached football team with great players on both sides of the ball. Um, so I think that's how I'm, that's how I'm approaching it. I think we've got good leadership on this team. It's exciting seeing some of the guys who are coming back and, and knowing how special uh, they are and, and the impact they can have. And then, you know, we just got to find a way to put it all together uh, for 60 minutes. Jay, I want to start with you here. <clears throat> what I hear from that, Rodgers is saying, yes, I think about the big picture. I think uh-huh. about the ultimate goal. And, you know, but there's always this kind of sense that, hey, you're not supposed to do that. Just focus on what's in front of you. He's, and he seems to be saying he can do both. You can do focus both. on the task at hand as someone who has won a championship at the highest level in college. Is that the case? You can do both? Yeah, you could do both. I mean, <laughs> how, how many things is my man managing at the line of scrimmage? Like, think yeah. about that. Like, he, he's, been, he's a multitasker. Like, that's what, if you're a quarterback, a point guard, you're a wide receiver, like, you're always multitasking. So, yes, I can focus on my wife, and focus on my game. I can focus on my family and focus on the playbook. So I think for Aaron Rodgers, he's like one of these beautiful mind characters like Russell Crowe in the movie. 
Like I think you're not as smart, but yes. <laughs> the well, whole thing of that guy is he's yes. the smartest guy ever. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. With the way Aaron plays football, you can build an analogy yeah, yeah, yeah. with his yeah, smartness. You're, you're not lying. It's pretty up there. Key, as a Super Bowl champion, is that true what Rodgers is saying, if I'm interpreting it correctly, that he allows himself to think of the, of the larger goal but is also able to focus in at the task at hand? Absolutely. Who can't do that that play professional sports? If you can't do that and you're playing professional sports, then you might as well just stop playing. The focus and your goal is right now, but I also see the big picture down the line. Game one, but I also know game five is coming up. Game five, I also know game 16 is coming up. 16, I'm in the playoffs, or 17, I'm in the playoffs. I know that if I do this, then I can get to the divisional round, who my opponent could potentially be. I, you you know all those things, and it, it should not affect you in the moment does it, right then and there. Does it get to the point of visualization, though? Because he's talking about actually, you know, sometimes you talk to a lot of athletes, and they're like, I just have to keep my, my, my visualization, right? Like the thing I'm really imagining on the task at hand right in front of me. And he's saying he can actually, it seems to me, visualize the other stuff and still stay focused on what a- is in abso- front of me. Absolutely. I absolutely, 100%. I'm focused in on the the San Francisco 49ers and advancing to the NFC Championship game, but I also know what SoFi Stadium could potentially look like mm-hmm. with all that green and the cheese heads all over the place. Use so it as almost you motivation. Could do, yeah. You could do that all day long. You do it anyway. You rode, Think about it, Max. You probably rode around many years looking at houses, dreaming about them, even though you was in your apartment. Yeah, I, mean, like, I think everyone can relate to yeah, that. You have sure. a bigger goal, and you yes. even visualize the goal. And if you're doing it right, if you don't allow the dream just to take over and then you lose focus, if you're doing it right, then you focus on the task at hand like with extra emphasis because you want that ultimate goal. If that's what Roger is saying, it's interesting to me. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. The days could be coming to an end for Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy G with their current team. Or maybe not, Key. I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying maybe, Key. Maybe. And there's another superstar whose days might be numbered with his current squad. (laughs) Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can even call us. Sometimes we take the call, sometimes we don't. There's no good-looking gardeners. There's no good-looking water. Pool pool guys coming to my crib. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Not happening. Come over here with this hair. Well, you know, I like the pool guys come over, kid. They come over, they got the hair. Everybody's like, oh, look at the pool guy. What are you insecure about, Jeff? I'm not, I'm, oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I that, mean, uh, why, why would you that is a cliche. Ne- the the pool you guy is a cliche. Negative town? You don't want to talk about negative. your gardeners. You're, I'm trying you're to build the off saying, the comment at the top of the show. I get it, but you just said no good looking gardeners. Or pool man with the hair and yeah, all the, this no. coming over and yeah, people gonna, looking and talking about, oh, my no. God. Jay, it does so sound me, like you have a good-looking pool, pool that, guy that coming over. That sounds like to me that you're very insecure that something, you know. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> he, he went right to the hair, too. You, 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 well, you went well, right would, to the hair. Only you would bring that up. Only Bobby you would bring that up. Well, I brought it up. You don't have to recognize it publicly. All right, fine. That's fine. Jeez, uh, geez. Well, I'm with Kia already. Look at well, it's like if I said, you know, if I said, uh, yeah, the pool guy came over tall. <laughs> why would you have, He's why like 6'3". Why would you even have a pool in on the East Coast? Never mind. What are you talking about? You can't use it, but like one summer? month out the hey, year. Dog, see, this, that's that L.A. living. See, he's too used to like, he's not used to the humidity, the thickness that comes with the summer here in the, in the Northeast. Yeah, you like to pool more in the, in the yeah. Northeast. In the... I'm trying to sit in there thing like it's a jacuzzi the whole damn summer. Now we're being a very relatable show. Yes. How do you like your pool? Oh, I mean, what? Well, I know you I ain't talking. Max, going to the Max you always try to. Yeah. Max, Max is so funny. He always wants to try to play that role. Yeah. Man, if, boy, like, like Max, I said. Like Max is one of the top media he personalities up, in the world. He shows Get up like here. the millionaire from Gilligan's Island. What's he talking about? <laughs> Max, stay, yes, Max stay trying to play. He stay trying to play that. That role, man of the like, people. oh, I'm yeah. just a man of the people. Yeah, 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 lunch yeah. meal. Yeah. Why do you go every weekend? Never mind. I can't <laughs> believe okay. both of y'all try to play me on my it's insecurity right. I, with the pool boy. Okay. No, we can't, no. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. What a transition. <laughs> was benched at the end of the Lakers' loss to the Pacers on Wednesday night. On Thursday, Russ told our very own Adrian Wojnarowski, affectionately known around here as Woj, Surprised, yes. I was disappointed I didn't go back in, but I'm more disappointed that we lost the damn game. Ultimately, you have to be okay when expletive doesn't go well, and I'm okay. I've done everything that's been asked of me, and I'll continue to do so, and ride this out as long as we can toward our ultimate goal, and that's to win a championship. And well, the Lakers are hoping Russell Westbrook can get in the zone. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Uh... Key, what do you think of what Russ had to say to Woj? What's frustration, right? It, it, it really is. He had high hopes that his first year in L.A. would be, you know, different than what he's been playing. He's, he hasn't played well at all. He's, he would be the first to tell you that. Um, he's not happy about it. He thought he was coming home and to a great homecoming 
and things would be different this time of year. And, and so when you look at it, accepting what has happened is your first step. And Russ has accepted the fact that he was benched. He understand why he was benched. And from what I understand in speaking with him is that he's going to do better so that it doesn't happen again. And next time around, he's going to try to work on certain things on the defensive end and understanding. And he understands that this is his first time playing with the players that he's played with. So he's not overly panicked about it, and I don't think we should be. We shouldn't get overly panicked until we really know that the Lakers are completely out of it. Yeah, I, like I've been preaching patience with the team, and Russell Westbrook, by the way, is my favorite player. I don't, I'm not saying he's the oh, best. He, he's my – because the, what bread. he brings every, every night, night, you never nice. get cheated. And his, that reaction that Key just described does not surprise me, right, that he took it that way. But something about the quote, Jay, makes me feel like actually there is a danger that the Lakers won't be patient. Well, that's a great thing, isn't it? It's a sometimes I feel like at all of our lives in some juncture, when you keep rising and you do well, you're going to get hit with adversity and how you decide to handle that means something. And I think for us, this has followed him. Yesterday I was in first take and Stephen A and I were talking about it. Stephen A went down this list of all the players that Russell Westbrook played with and was like, none of these equated to a championship. And I was like, you know what, Stephen A, you're right. So is there extra pressure? On Russ, yeah, that's what probably made him call Woj and be like, hey, look, Woj, I didn't talk to the media. Here's what's going down. But I think that can work for them. This team needs a kick in the ass, man. They, they, they need it. Uh, they need somebody to say, this is mine. We need to own it. This roster is not great. The only way they are going to key, pull out of the trenches, and not until they're out of it, they, they, look, they need to be at the top of the Western Conference, and they need to start playing better basketball. The only way they can do that, it starts with Anthony Davis and his butt being back on the court and playing. It starts with internal pressure from LeBron James on AD and LeBron James playing at a high level. And it starts with Russ buying in to how Frank Vogel needs him to play. And, and I this think could he, all work out for them. And I think, Jay, I, <clears throat> I think, Jay, he's trying to buy in. Yes. He's not trying to buck the system. Right. You see players a lot of the times when people say, they got to buy in, they got to buy in. They're not buying in because they're trying to book the system. That's not what Russ is trying to do. He's trying to find his role, his niche. And it's just so happened that he's trying to find it at a time when Anthony Davis is not on the floor. When Anthony Davis is there, it's a different basketball team. No matter how people joke, we joke about Anthony always being on the bench hurt or something's wrong with him. When he is, in fact, on the floor – it's a better basketball yeah. team, and he is a really good basketball player that can certainly turn things around for them. You know, They've got to figure out what they want to do, though. How, what is it that they want to be moving forward? Something that we haven't talked about and we'll talk about, I'm sure, going forward is some, also you've got to have the right personalities. The one thing about AD is he can be a little bit passive or, or not really have an alpha personality. <laughs> that works well with Russ. Because the mm-hmm. way A.D. challenged LeBron to play better defense when he got there, Russ can challenge A.D. when they're all playing together. LeBron is going to be controlling the whole situation. Like, I like the fit of the personalities together. I do, too. It's just when you want somebody, Key, to play different after they played one style that has led them to crazy success for 14 years. It's not going to happen, though, Jay. Uh, what do you mean? Like, like it's not going to happen, meaning like, He's in his 
What is this? Like 14th this, year. I was it's like 13th, 14th year. It's not gonna, his style is not going to change. But, it's, it's 14 years. You can tweak it on the margins. It. But, that, that's yeah. what, but that's that's where the gray area is. Yeah. That's what Frank Vogel and company, they need to do in order for this team to get over a hump because he can't play the ball in his hands 24-7. We talked about it yesterday also. He got benched because that's not the way we wanted you to play that defensive assignment. Vogel's not playing games. 27th in points allowed per game for a team that was top five last year defensively. You know Aaron Rodgers has a ton, ton of pressure, guys. Are you aware of this? But how much pressure is actually on Tom Brady? The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call click granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done we all know that every quarterback in the in the playoffs has pressure i love these questions we all ask how much pressure? And it's who's like we there gotta, more pressure on? Or, no, no, not who's. How much pressure we got to like make with our hands? This much? No, no, this much pressure. That's how I think. This much, and then we argue: is it this much or this much? We're not asking about that. It's a much smarter question. Ah, we're ranking them by pressure. Did you say it's ranking a, them? Are you saying it's a much smarter question yes. because you are now prefacing your own segment? I am. This is called "I'm the smartest man alive." Rankings. You see that setup key? You see what he did for himself? I, that's right. I can't. It, it's it's I good. Can't. It's a good – it fits him perfectly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who else? Or should've, you should have put think in there somewhere. Who else could have figured out that Tom Brady needed motivation to play till the age of 44? Now, can you do this in your Keyshawn Johnson, Tom Jackson voice because you have the NFL music on? Can you do it like that? <laughs> I do my own version of that. John Facenda maybe? All right, look. At All eight, right. the All team right. facing eight. the <laughs> least pressure, the quarterback and coach facing the least pressure, quarterback-coach combination is Joe Burrow-Zach Taylor. This is all gravy at this point. They're playing with house money, guys. I mean, come on. And because of that, they're dangerous. they got a puncher's chance because they can play fast and loose. But I think everyone's facing pressure. They're facing the least. They're ahead of schedule. I just want you to know you had them at seven yesterday, and I talked you into making them eight. I just want the world to know we're that. Not supposed to, we're not supposed to. But uh, we're on the same page. Well, listen, okay. a smart man knows <laughs> to adopt even, the even better position. Get even number smarter. Seven. That's how I got to be the smartest. All right, at number seven, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. I mean, there's pressure all the time. They just won a Super Bowl, and they followed that up with a playoff win. And they're missing their right tackle, and we'll see what happens at center and running back, though that's looking better. 
and they're playing a furious pass rush. If they play without Werfs and they lose the game and, you know, like, there's always pressure. But Tom Brady coming off a of Super Bowl age 44 already with a playoff win. Injuries now. Lost A.B. Lost Godwin. He's not playing with as much pressure, he and Bruce Arians, as some others in these playoffs. Number Mike. six. Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill. Now, the issue with these guys, they're, they're number one seed, but they're not respected like that. Like, fans don't really believe they're going to win the Super Bowl. And so they could build internal pressure, be like, I don't care what y'all think, we're going to do it. But it's not the same. The expectations externally are not there the same way. And the truth is, it's because people view Ryan Tannehill as the last or second-to-last quarterback left in these playoffs. Of course, there's pressure on everyone. I think the sixth most on Vrabel-Tannehill is a combination. Okay, all right. Number five. Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. For Look, there's those guys have been to the Super Bowl. They want to get back. The fact is they drafted a guy because they're like, I don't know if Jimmy G can get us over the top. So there's And, and then you're facing on the road Aaron Rodgers in the first playoff game. You're the team that can afford to play faster and looser if you're the Niners. The pressure is on the other guys. You're not, yes, a lot of people say, well, the Niners can win. But the bottom line is they're the underdogs here. They're playing a guy who's played at the highest level at quarterback on earth for two years now and is one of the greatest of all time. It takes a little bit off. And now we get into the top four quarterback-coach combinations feeling the most pressure. Number four. It's Josh Allen. It's Allen and McDermott. Look, there's a lot of pressure to get over the Chiefs. No question. They built the team to beat them. And there's a sense to me like they're rising, but also the time is now, right? You already beat them in the regular season. You waxed the Patriots after you got embarrassed in weird conditions. You beat them soundly, and then you, you humiliated them. You got all the momentum. You're supposed to get it done now. Number three. But there's even more on Reed and Mahomes because, look, the Bills are the team in that game that can afford to, like, what do they have to lose? They haven't beaten the Chiefs yet, right? But the Chiefs have to defend what's theirs. They are expected to make deep playoff runs every single year. Patrick Mahomes was supposed to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Remember before the Super Bowl last year? Hey, if he beats Brady, he's on two in only three years, and Brady's on six, and maybe he can catch him. But Brady beat him, and he's on one, and Brady's on seven. Mm. And, and Rodgers won the last two MVPs after he wins it this year. And all of a sudden, Mahomes is not Rodgers 2.0. Maybe he's Rodgers .5. There's a lot of pressure on Reed and Mahomes to get it done, I think even more than on Josh Allen and McDermott. Number two. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. And I considered putting them one because when you play poker, if you push all your chips to the middle of the table, if they're all there, guess who has the most pressure to hit? It's the guy with the chips in the middle of the table. That's Stafford and McVay. And so they could have been one, except actually I got, well, we're going to play number one. I can't do it unless I hear the voice of God. Number one. Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. 
I got them even higher because he's Aaron Rodgers, because we all know he's better than Stafford, because it could be his last year in Green Bay, because he keeps getting stopped in the NFC Championship game and has to get back to the Super Bowl, and yet there's a chance he could get stopped as the number one seed at home in his first playoff game Mm. against a team with a quarterback that they're looking to upgrade. No more pressure than on Aaron Rodgers in this divisional round. And there it is. Key J, it's obviously Rodgers, number one. Any other thoughts on that list? Anyone too high or too low? No, obviously number one for you, not for me. I, I don't. I think that the Aaron Rodgers, you know, you can put him at one, but one for me would be the Matthew Stafford-Sean McVay combination mm-hmm. would be number one. And Rodgers could be one. I just would move him to two because yep. – as you said, when you push everything to the middle, and they've been doing that literally every single year. Every single year they go out, They whether it was Tlaib, <clears throat> whether it was uh, 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 Weddle, whoever it is that they just was acquiring left and right, Dante Fowler, they were just going and getting guys every single year to win a Super Bowl and it's yet paid off. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. I would flip three and four. Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills would be at three. Kansas City, I push back four because – the media, and I'll blame you, Max, because you're mm. part of the media with your boxing credentials. And media. You. Is that that everybody just all of a sudden, like you said, Patrick Mahomes, oh, my God, he's going to win eight Super Bowls in two weeks. Yeah. It's like, well, man, come on, man, slow down. You got to – it's hard as hell to win one. Just because he's been close, it doesn't mean that this is getting ready to continue to happen. But he got one. Where Buffalo is all of a sudden the darling team – in the AFC because they waxed the New England Patriots and everybody's like, oh, Josh Allen is in, in this. They're going to do it. They, they beat Kansas City the first time around. That's going to be pressure on them when they roll up in the arrowhead. Jay, I ahead, Jay. Jay jokes I, aside, jokes aside, I struggled with one and two, two. And, I, and I flipped them and three and four also. Key identified, but I, I do have this order. I'm okay with number three because <sighs> Patrick Mahomes is a name that people – we're comparing to Michael Jordan. I just want to bring us back to the beginning of the year, Key, like where we have reporters on here that are like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is yeah, me. I Michael Jordan. I don't, I don't know, Jay, I don't know if that was the beginning of this year or the beginning no, of last, last year. year. Last year. But they I, certainly, I have no idea what damn year it is anymore. But they certainly <laughs> were bringing that, you know, talking yeah, about it. And people yeah. were talking about this Kansas City team going undefeated, all the weapons they had. Never undefeated. What we, but, yeah. I know, but we, then all of a sudden, like, we went off and go, what's wrong with Kansas City? Like, mm. what do they need more pieces? Like, we, I just don't want to take – Mahomes not careful I, enough. Exactly. I don't want to take the pressure off them. And you can make the case, though, Key, that because the Bills have never gotten over this hump in the playoffs, right, over Kansas City, like, there's more pressure on Kansas City to say that, hey, no, we are still the – Preeminent team in the AFC. This is still our league. So it puts yeah, a little bit more pressure think, on them. I well, think, see, the fact that you mentioned that the Bills hadn't gotten over Kansas City because they played each other in the AFC Championship game, that pressure now is on Buffalo because Buffalo got to go back to the same place that, that ended their season last year, which was Kansas City. So their stress level flying to Kansas City you can has got to be high. It just feels like there's blood doubt. in the water like a shark. That's when, when you think about Kansas City this year, right? It's like, are they the same? Do they have the same explosiveness? Know what it came this down is the to? year that Buffalo's going to get them. Know what it came down to? I'm thinking of late in the game, close score, who I feel is going to be sweating it out. 
I feel like, boy, the Chiefs kind of can't afford to lose it. And the Bills, they're still ascending, you know? But one thing about Mahomes that's interesting is that, and I said Jordan a couple years ago, like, NFL's never had a Michael Jordan in the sense that it's got to be at the quarterback position because of the importance of the position. And the GOAT, like, Jordan doesn't mean you're the greatest of all time. It means you put your eyes on the guy and you go, that's the most spectacular thing I've ever seen. Then you look at the numbers and you go, he's better than everyone else by the stats. And then you look at championships and go, oh, my God, he also wins the most titles. That's not Brady. But I was thinking early on, and maybe it still could be, Mahomes, you put your eyes on me, you go, oh, my God. You look at the numbers, you go, for crying out loud. It's and ridiculous. then he was winning. He was in the, in the Super Bowl every year, it seemed. But see, Max, when I think, when I think Jordan, I think clutch. So yep. now, now this is one of these moments where I'm like, okay, like people have compared you to Jordan. I know you haven't compared yourself to Jordan. But in these moments, if things get tight, even though you haven't had an explosive year, this is your clutch moment. No well, doubt. It's great to always compare me to Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what, do you think those? Uh, do you think Patrick? I did, thank you for dropping in, Patrick. Do you think that those comparisons are fair? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that, man. No, I like Patrick stay with it. No. On, All right, Patrick no. hung up. Patrick hung up. I don't know what Keith's talking Keys about, back. but we Keys just back. had him on the air. That's wow. He's a listener, apparently. That's awesome. <laughs> Trust me, he's paying attention. He is certainly uh, paying attention. I think when you look at though. I've always been cautious. Max, this is your first year working with me, and and Jay knows. I'm always cautious. I never try and elevate a player before their time. And I Mm -hmm. think what people was negligence of was elevating Patrick Mahomes way too fast and comparing him to all these great athletes based on the early performances that he was having. And so you get caught in – you get in trouble – when you do that, he is very successful. He's very good. Hell, I wish I would have played with his left arm. But at the end of the day, there's levels to this, as they like, as we like to say. And Patrick Mahomes certainly can reach the highest level, but it's going to take discipline and time. And over time, he collects those trophies. Tom Brady didn't collect those trophies seven out of seven years. It took Tom Brady time the right situations, the right team around him. All Think about his first three Super Bowls. His first three Super Bowls, he was just learning how to be in the NFL. He was a young quarterback, a, a skinny kid from Northern California, just being happy and glad to be in the National Football League. And then eventually everything turned and it became Tom Brady. I, and I that's mean, how he, it has to happen for Patrick Mahomes. I, I hear you, and you are talking from the point of view of a champion athlete who knew what it took every day to just keep, continue to be consistent and all that. And you're right. I think of guys like Tim Lincecum, the Giants pitcher, started his career. You look at the first three, four years of his career, you go, oh, my God, he's going to be the greatest of all time. Doesn't always work out that way, even though he's great. Dan Graziano with us now for some uh, hot news or not. Are you looking like yeah, that, What's up, DG? I'm just, you know, I just wanted to make sure, make sure I'm all right here. I, I, didn't, start, I didn't start out my career that hot. But I, I, I built. You built. You know, yeah, exactly. And here you are with us and now. Here I'm on this show, and I'm on Get Up, and, and yeah. So, yeah, you gotta, you got to stick with it. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, hot news or not news time. <laughs> Sound like In my a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or oh, not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. <laughs> 
Okay, mm-hmm. NFL mm-hmm. insider, ESPN's very own Dan Graziano, giving the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Fred Warner and Jimmy G did not appear on the 49ers injury report on Thursday. Dan, hot news or not news? Hot news. They need these guys. I mean, it's, 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 it's go time here for the 49ers. So, Jimmy G, my understanding is I, I don't expect him to be 100% health-wise. He's got the shoulder thing he's dealing with. He's got the thumb thing he's dealing with. But he's going to play. The key one is Nick Bosa, right? He's, cut, he's in concussion protocol. They listed him as questionable. They're encouraged by the steps he's taken through the protocol this week, uh, and they, they, they hope he can be out there tomorrow. Hey, the game's tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, <laughs> as well, but it's, it's hot news that these guys are, are back and ready to go against the Packers. Oh, yeah, it's big-time hot news. They need Fred Warner, much like you said. They need Jimmy G, even though Jimmy G's not going to drop back and throw it 54 times, but they need a veteran quarterback in this presence. They need pass rush. They need defensive help. Nick Bosa, maybe they can get him back. Who knows? Go ahead, Max. Next one. Uh, I, I would say it's hot news, although if, 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 if Garoppolo is not 100%, there's not a lot of wiggle room with Garoppolo. He there's needs not. to be not as much margin for error as Aaron Rodgers. Say. Derek Henry practicing this week for the Titans. Hot news or not news? Scorching hot news. I mean, this is huge. He hasn't played since Halloween, right? And, and the Titans are coming off the bye. Everyone's rested. He's ready to go. My understanding is he looked great in practice all week, and, and uh, they're excited to have him back. Hot news. It is hot news. I just hope, Dan that Todd Downing doesn't screw it up by just hmm. featuring Derrick Henry. That's the offensive coordinator of Tennessee Titans. I, I understand that Derrick Henry is a bell cow and he gives them the best chance to win, but don't just rely on him. Put that ball in everybody's hands. Well, they've been doing that, and they've still been successful. So mm-hmm. I think when you just add something like this to the equation, once again, I've been saying it all week, controlling time of possession I think will be critical for the Titans in this game, and they do that with the running game. No doubt. I think it's hot news, but I agree with Key. He's, you were, Key was talking earlier, just because you have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, but that's not your identity, right? You have to be careful how you implement that kind of stuff. And just because Derrick Henry comes back, you still want to stay, you know, dance with who brung you. The reason to not worry so much about what Key's worried about is they really stuck with the same offense yeah. once yeah. Henry got just hurt. Just with different guys. Just with different guys. So I, I do think they'll, they'll be fine. Ryan Jensen practicing on Thursday for the Bucks. Hot news or not news, the center. Yeah, I mean, that, that's hot news because anything that involves Brady's protection uh, matters. And, and we're looking at the right tackle, Tristan Wirfs, as well, and wondering if he's going to play. The Bucks have great roster depth, but one place where that depth has not been tested since Brady got there is the offensive line, which has been remarkably healthy. He needs those guys in front of him. It is hot news because Ryan Jensen is the guy who makes all the line calls and puts the linemen in the right positions. He knows how to protect, make the protection calls, and when your center is not available to you, it's very difficult for the quarterback. Obviously, additive to what Dan and Key said, anybody on the O-line is critical for Tom Brady considering they have those – those edge rushers, man, like well, it's especially the dude in the middle, considering who's yes. in the middle on the other side of the line. Holy moly! Oh my God! There's Aaron Donald. <laughs> Get busy. Hot news or not news? Michael Irvin saying the Cowboys trying to make our role players stars and our stars role players. That's a disorder and a team dysfunction. Michael Irvin talking about Mike McCarthy. Hot news or not news? I, mean, I, I say not news. It's, it's pile on the Cowboys week. I, I mean, it's obviously it's easy to, to, to look and say, well, the, the stars need to play better in order for the Cowboys to win. I just feel like this is, you know, this is, this is obvious stuff, and, um, and I'm not sure what to do about it till, till next year. Not news. You cannot have our star players playing like role players. That's not what we do in Dallas.
it's not new. It's not news in my opinion, but get ready for a lot of not news this entire offseason because that's what media does. And that's Hot what news. the Cowboys bring to the table. Hot I hate, news. I hate to Cowboys. Team, man, but you're in the media now. Yeah, I, yeah. The Kedia. Yeah, we, we call it the Kedia. <laughs> We're in the Kedia. It's hot news. A Cowboys legend and champion and Hall of Famer is taking shots at the head coach. Hot news. Hot news or not news, Jim Caldwell turning down interviews with Raiders and the Vikings. Ooh. Yeah, I thought this was hot news. I, I heard about this uh, the last couple days that the Vikings and Raiders had actually called Jim Caldwell to interview for head coach, and he told him no thanks. That indicates strongly that that he believes he's going to get one of these other open jobs, and we've heard him connected in Chicago uh, and in Jacksonville. So those are two spots I'd watch for potentially Jim Caldwell getting a third run as an NFL head coach. Mm. This is, this is hot news to me because I'm uh, Dan. I'm fascinated by the fact that he would turn down mm. an opportunity to become a head coach. But you hit it. He may already know. Hey, I'm getting an opportunity in Chicago or Jacksonville or some other place. I don't want to deal with the Raiders mess, and I don't think I have enough in Minnesota to compete. Hopefully for his I, sake, he's right. I just, lo- I just love the, the marketing of it, and I know it's not by his own doing, but just hearing Jim Cartwell turn down opportunities, you're like, wait, like what's in the bag? It creates a level of mystique about him. Like, hey, I'm going to choose the job that I want. Hot news, obviously. You, you turn, you're not interested in head coaching positions, well, particularly considering, right, but these head coaches, yeah. particularly considering an issue that we have repeatedly brought up about the, the fact that there is, at the moment, one African-American yeah. head coach in the NFL. Giants getting closer to hiring a GM, hot news or not news, as it pertains to the next coach. Well, it's hot news because that'll get the coaching search started. I, I think they could have a GM in place today. Uh, and if that's the case, you'll see uh, permission slips go in for coach. The only one they've put in so far is for Dan Quinn. And I think they did that because all their GM candidates like him and he's on everybody else's list. So they're afraid they're not going to get a shot at him. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think once they have the GM in place, you'll start to see that coaching search kick in. Yes, yeah, hot news. They need to get it done. So I can stop hearing Max and Jay complain. Yeah. Uh, Dan, who do you think the GM will be? Oh, man. I, don't, I guess if I had to pick one right now, I would bet on the guy from Buffalo, Joe Shane, but I don't, I don't have a real handle on it. Mm. They like all three of those candidates. Ryan Poles from the Chiefs, who's also in play in Minnesota, mm. uh, and Adam Peters from the Niners. It's a good list we have by all accounts. 25 seconds. Eric Bieniemy only interviewing with one team, the Broncos, at this moment. Hot news or not news, Dan? Unfortunately for Eric, it's not news. I mean, he's, he's kind of interviewed with half the league at this point, and he hasn't gotten a job. His chances are dwindling. I, I, Denver's the only one that's expressed interest so far this cycle. Yeah, I'm I'm with Dan on the not news for me. It's just it is what it is. How is that? Yeah. I think it's hot news. Anything I hear the enemy's name, his offensive coordinator with that kind of success, no head coaching job. I, I when I get information, I think it's hot news on him. All right. Thank you, Dan. The most important non quarterback left in the playoffs. The most important non quarterback left in the playoffs. That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.